você. Hoje eu fui boss. I think we stop now. Ah, hey, hey. You're hey. a little early. Very <laughs> well. Oh, welcome. Wait, wait for the drop. You know the. Alright, there it is! Hey, 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 That listen in, you know, to the show, the youths. Yeah, yeah, all the youths. Yeah. Youths, youths. We the appreciate youths. Thank you for listening to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast. I'm Michael Farr with me Coming as to always. You live from Brooklyn. Cody hey. Yarbrough, Derek no. Farr. How you doing? That's going to be hard to get out of. Yes. It's going to linger. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back with you. China. China. Listen, <laughs> listen. It's good to be with all you should. Frankly, you're the best Ute. <laughs> Frankly, ever. What? Of what any Ute. Vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, the Australians call their pickup trucks Utes. Oh, their I utility vehicles. Like well, you know, Newt. like Newt Gingrich. He, he's a chub. We're going to have me. to find a better, you know, it's over. The era of Trump is over because yeah. uh, I, got a, I got a little update on my phone that said that it's, I guess, according to the AP again. Right. It's pretty much a, a wrap, I guess. Yeah, the um, not even not even one of our um, topics of discussion tonight Thankfully. was all the, all the yeah. stuff that that has been going on. Well, the 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 Supreme Court knocked down the Texas. That was lawsuit. the biggie. Yeah, but they didn't hear it. Decided not to hear it. Yeah, an Alabama representative, Mo Brooks, is supposed to be bringing something to them December no January yep. the sixth. Well, see, uh, j- just just very quickly. Because this is that we we could absolutely talk about we could talk about this the entire show and probably three or four shows. There's a lot of stuff. If you have not kept up with that, because um, yeah, today, as of this recording, just so people know, it is what December fourteenth. Yeah, December fourteenth. So, there's there's been a lot of stuff happen. A lot of um, irregularities at minimum, and at most, outright. Um, what what would you call it? Fraud. Fraud. This is this is what but, aggravates me about the whole thing. The reason the reasoning behind the Supreme Court, the reasoning behind a lot of these senators and representatives not wanting to get on board is because they're saying they're using this this thing that they want to protect the um the election. Yeah, you want to protect process. democracy, mm-hmm. the democratic process. If it's flawed That's yep. not democracy. Yeah, you don't you don't protect criminal activity yeah, exactly. to try to make everybody go well yeah okay i trust it one and, thing um, that one thing that's really kind of aggravated me is the Biden administration has even said because there's so many irregularities they've even said oh yeah there are irregularities but we'll fix it by next time well why not fix it this time yeah but there's a lot of stuff going on but i think the 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 kicker and i'm i'm, I'm still i'm not I'm not ready to lay lay it down just yet. Not ready to quit the fight just yet. But there's only so much I can do about it. Um, but when the Supreme Court decided not to hear the Texas case and 17 other states had signed on with that, um, I mean, but I also um, that that's not that's not the end of it. You could potentially. 
this is not likely, but it is a possibility, you could potentially see the electors who go vote mm-hmm. yeah, they actually can, vote for Donald Trump rather than Joe true. Biden. You could see that. That, that is unprecedented because mm-hmm. that has never happened. It, it would be very... Un- but it is it is definitely a possibility. If you don't know uh, how the Electoral College works, we've talked about it a lot on this podcast. We've got several episodes, but do some research about that. Um, with what we've got, what we're going to talk about tonight, this isn't the topic of discussion, though it is. Um, it is pertinent. It is needed. Uh, you should I like nice one way. for me. You <laughs> should. You should go and, and, and check out how the Electoral College you works. Know, I had a prescription for those when I had surgery at Pertinence. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, it make you loopy. Yeah. Yeah, we're, uh, I'm just... I don't but know. It's, 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 it's been uh, a long month. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The only, the only date that is written in stone that must be... 1498. Held to <laughs> is... Uh, January, the inauguration day. In January, January the 8th. That's Elvis's birthday. Oh, man. The uh, 20th. January yeah. 20th. 20th. Um, that's the only date that that, uh, that you have to cling to. And we we actually changed the inauguration date with, I think, like the 25th or 27th Amendment. Anyway, that that, that doesn't matter. I, I, I don't really know. Um, I also, just wanted to let you know something. These people won't, won't care. But um, you didn't hear me Sunday night when I was... When you asked me about the gold standard, mm-hmm. I said, uh, 40s or 50s, I think. And you said, oh, 40s. I was like, uh, so I looked it up, 1971. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. We were only like, off oh. by a few decades. You said 60s. I went <clears throat> 50s, yeah, 40s for good measure. But I we was didn't just go happy I knew that much off the top of my head because hey. I had not wrote that in my notes. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to argue the fact, and it's because of a an old Andy Griffith episode mm-hmm. where they brought the gold truck in. Yeah. And uh, Asa was out there mm-hmm. with the, uh, do away with the gold standard. Yeah. <laughs> so it had to have been after yeah. 61. So well, see, yeah, yeah, that's whatever. a good point, though. Asa and his Glock 19. Well, <laughs> yeah. well see, I was. <laughs> falls apart. And that's why I don't carry Glock. <laughs> I was I was thinking um, I, it, that it happened under Eisenhower. And so that's why I went 50s because uh, he became president like 50, 58 or something like that. Uh, but it actually happened under Nixon, so um, you got to go uh, forward a couple couple years. Seventy one. Um, anyway, we could talk about that. That that that's a very that'd be a very interesting discussion mm. for me at least. But um, excuse me. Tonight <laughs> that drink's a little crunchy there. <laughs> yeah, tonight. Uh, what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about a a spiritual topic a biblical topic to kind of give us at least we haven't been here in a while we've not uh sat down and had a discussion i've had a lot of stuff going on so have these other two guys and uh it's it's okay from time to time to just step back and take a break um and to don't don't run yourself into the ground um yep. so uh it's all right to take a break so we've had I to miss do that it, though i did I, i've missed it I gotta hire somebody because I can't do this long stretches like this. Yeah. But we've had man, we've been swamped. So yeah, you've been going to school. <clears throat> I've uh, I've been fighting hell by the acre. Yeah, <laughs> he's been making money. Yeah, so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. yeah, man, it <laughs> sucks really to have. make a million dollars a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate it. Dang it. <laughs> 
people have all kinds of people. Hey, man, can I borrow a little bit? What you can't. A, a teaspoon and a super soaker. Like, all right, let's go. What? What? There's a preacher from Valley calling you down. <laughs> He's got a bucket of chicken in his hand, <laughs> trying to clean it out for you. <laughs> oh, don't drop that chicken on the ground. It's like a Confederate flag. <laughs> don't let that chicken touch the ground. <laughs> what y'all can't see, what the podcast d- doesn't give y'all, and uh, what we should, what will happen, you know, when we finally get a video to go along with this, is you'll be able to see that Brother Cody's actually got a monocle and a top hat on. <laughs> this is what money does to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, he's actually become a monopoly player. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a handlebar mustache. He shaved the beard. I'm the dog. <laughs> I have been thinking the about shoe. Yeah. I'm the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, Brother Cody actually uh, preached a... Prouched? Prault? Preached? Preach, Prawned? preach, preach. He preached it. Preach. I like that. <laughs> he preached like an egg. <laughs> uh, he preached a series on spiritual gifts a few weeks ago. And uh, so that was kind of on my mind. I know it's still in his mind. When you get uh, those of you who are, who are out there that teach uh, Sunday school or who preach, um, you know that, that, that when you get something on your mind, it, even, after you, even after you preach or teach it, it's still on your mind. It still lingers. Um, anyway, so. Uh, that's one of the topics on our list tonight, so we're going to talk about that. Um, mentioned in Second Corinthians, yes. Second um, Corinthians, also Romans, I believe. Several, several, places. several places. Spiritual gifts are, are are concerned. So, if you don't know what spiritual gifts are, just a very quick uh, overview. Spiritual gifts are um, a gift that you are given by the Holy Ghost after salvation. And so this is something that will help you in the ministry, something that will help you further the cause of Christ, help you in your um, walk with Christ. And there are several uh, different gifts that are outlined in the Bible. Um, And so we'll get into it here a little bit here in a little bit, but I'll let Brother Cody read. Uh, Yeah, I don't I did my studying on my tablet, so I'm just pulling up the first topic you know the first hit on google ain't even got yeah. the list in it but romans 12's got a list there's there's several places uh first corinthians mm-hmm. first corinthians chapter okay. 12 two corinthians yeah two corinthians. uh and ephesians so romans corinthians uh and ephesians have some lists and they're all pretty close to each other so there's some debate about how many you know there's yeah. lists but they're not I don't think they're all inclusive lists. Yeah, one of the things, um, one of the things that, um, very, very quickly, one of the things that I've heard several messages about spiritual gifts over, over the years, and when I was younger, um, I didn't know any better. And as I've grown and as I've read and studied on my own, it really irks me, or pop, as your daddy would say, makes me irp. Yeah, makes me irp. <laughs> it really irks me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Answer me this. Was Jesus a preacher? See, they don't know what you about. He didn't have no Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when somebody says... That was my uncle. That was not my dad. <laughs> when somebody says, like, for instance, a physical gift that somebody has, like playing football, mm-hmm. you know, you you're, you have speed is, mm-hmm. your, is a physical gift that you've been given. Those aren't spiritual gifts. No. Singing... 
is not a spiritual gift, although it can be used right. with the spiritual gift you have, exhortation. Don't tell me this thing ain't no spiritual <laughs> gift. And then, and, right, Cardi B. and then preachers take the uh, the parable of the talents. I know it, yes. And then preach it way out of context yeah. and say, don't don't squander your talent. Yeah, because like, it actually says money yeah. in, in <laughs> yeah. that passage. That's right. Uh, read that one last night. So there's... There's a good, <clears throat> several different guys, you know, commentators and stuff have broke them down into kind of categories. I mm-hmm. thought this one was a good one. Serving gifts, speaking gifts, and support gifts. I yeah, like that. I like that. Trifecta of. I never heard it put that way. Yeah. I really I really did like that. Yep. So you just kind of got, you know, you can lump them in different boxes, but um, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, um, administration, word of wisdom faith healing you know but there's something to talk about there with a couple of gifts that are no longer really active in the church which is you know in in baptist circles that we've always kind of been part of what we think lines up most to to the bible is there's prophecy and healing which are pretty much done away with but i've heard a lot of preachers and and been in college classes and stuff where they a hundred percent said <clears throat> that stuff don't ever happen no more, nowhere, no how. Right. And you got you know, you, I don't box God up like that. Yeah. He's still, he's still God. He's still. Well, do those, what he wants to. You know, he wants to. healing, not a, not a spiritual gift in that you can go, you know, you can go touch somebody and say in yeah, the name I of Christ, I, I heal you, you know. Uh, on a side note, audience, uh, go to YouTube and type in Benny Hinn. Mortal Kombat, yeah, and uh, enjoy that link because he's they have dubbed in all well Street Fighter. Yeah, Benny Hinn's hitting people with his jacket. Char- Charles, <laughs> Charles Spurgeon WWE is also oh, that a, one a is great one. Spurgeon, here comes energy. Calvin into the ring. Oh no, the father of <laughs> decision is whoa. <laughs> Charles Finney goes down. Robert Robert Tilton and uh, Flaxion one's pretty good too. I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah, it is. That one is hilarious. Uh, um, but again, healing not something that it's not a spiritual gift where you're going to see somebody have the ability to heal baby. somebody. But baby, can God not heal in in the church age? Well, we've seen it happen. Sure, mm-hmm. we've seen healing. You know, in just personally to the level that that would be undeniably miracle. Right. And and how does yeah, how does that come? How do we get the hand of God to move? God. You could you could you could claim this. God's going to do what He wants to do, and I would say yes. But That's true. I would also say that when we pray, you we can, move the hand of God. That's right, and that's a big. We've talked about this before, but that's a that's something I've gotten arguments with with pastors of, and I wasn't trying to argue. I was trying right. to understand. This was ten years ago, and I was asking a legitimate question, like, okay, there's only two possible correct views of 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 what's real here. Either, like you said, God's going to do what He wants to do. Well, that makes sense on face value when you say it. And you're like, well, yeah, that sounds right. But if that's the case, prayer has no effect. That's right. Or what's scriptural is is God is sovereign, but he allows us the the opportunity to pray, and you have not because you ask not, and and the prayer of faith can heal the sick. And we see Moses prayed and and changed the mind of God. That's where I always go to is Moses prays. When you're praying for somebody to be healed, what you're praying for is God to step into reality and intervene, which he can choose to do to any time he wants to. He can do it without you praying. The natural outcome of sickness or car wreck or anything 
is maybe you make it, maybe you don't. Yep. Because he gave us antibodies. He gave us healing. You're not Wolverine, but you can heal. He gave mm-hmm. us doctors. So people that have a hard time squaring, like, how would God let somebody, you know, cross the center line and kill a family? Well, God didn't let that. Yeah, you live in a fallen world. You live world. in a fallen world. So Some, Sometimes bad things happen because we live in a, a sin-cursed world. Um, and, yes, those things... You, you get into a, and Pop, we, we've talked about God's sovereignty, and you get into a very precarious situation when you try to, key word here, understand mm-hmm. the sovereignty of God. Right. God is sovereign. We do have free will. Right. God knows what's going to happen, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was God's will right. for that particular thing to take place. It's not God's will that a drunk driver kill somebody. Right. However, you could die perfectly in God's will by the hands of a drunk driver. It wasn't God's will for that drunk driver to drive drunk. But God could have could have said, it's your appointment to die at this time, at this place, and then use a drunk driver to do it. He also could have used a heart attack. Well, it, but, but just because that happened doesn't mean, well, it was their time. No, it wasn't that time for the drunk driver because I know that it wasn't God's will for the drunk driver to be in the car, and if he dies or she dies driving drunk, it wasn't their time. But it could have been for the family in the other car. And so there are you you, you try to square the sovereignty of God would and you when agree, you pray about healing, you know. Would you agree with this that the a definition of miracle, like if if everything happened according to God's plan, like no deep, it was everything was was a hundred percent planned then there would be no definition of miracle because yeah. miracle is by definition a, a, a you know you're asking it to be something it's, it's different. supernatural it's supernatural yeah. intervention that's right yeah. so I, I i could use this analogy to allow the listener to understand a little bit better about what we're talking about when it comes to god's sovereignty and allowing something to happen in one life and it be perfect will mm-hmm. and allowing something to happen in another life at the same time same same action and it not be God's will. Um, I've used this in several different situations with young people. Um, young person is um, attracted to another young person, and um, they feel like this is God's plan for their life, and and they're they're kind of in their minds thinking, okay, this mm-hmm. is the one I'm supposed to marry. And um, then all of a sudden, one of them says, you know what, I don't want to be on this road anymore, and they jump off the road. And was it God's plan or was it not God's plan? Well, it could have been God's plan. It's plan still plan A for the person that walked away. They'll never they'll never get to that place where they married the right one. But for the one that was doing right and the one that was looking for God's will and, and staying with it, when that person walked away, their plan A is still their plan A. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just because that person that they were gonna, they were supposed to marry, mm-hmm. chose not to. God's plan, sovereign plan, is still. It, 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 it didn't it, mess anything it, uh, up. Yeah. It not on that person. Yeah, you know? that's. I've never thought about it like that. But you know, when you when you talk about the healing, the big thing for that, the big thing with healing in the 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 stage of the acts was mm-hmm. to show authority 
Right. right. Same with prophecy. And so, yeah, the same with prophecy. And so if um, if I come in and I say, hey, uh, God said do this, and you go, you well, give me some evidence. And I go, okay. Yeah. And they're, oh, okay. All right. It, it was apostolic authority. Right. But now we have the Bible, the, the when that which is perfect has come. But you, that didn't which have is a, you didn't have an instruction manual for the church age. Right. You do now. Do now. So That's right. when you're transitioning from Old Testament law, Christ to the Jews, yep. now you're moving to the Gentiles. And you can even read that in Acts, but, you know, Peter wasn't on board. Yeah. And then he got on board because he saw apostolic authority through the life of Paul. Yep. So there's big, you don't get doctrine from Acts. Guys, yeah, no. you don't do it. There's a big reason why, but uh, other spiritual gifts, you know. So you got a couple in there, yeah, that but you, you have don't to see healing anymore because not on that scale because of um, at due to show authority. Mm-hmm. You see it now as a just as God wants to do it for His glory, and now He got glory then too. But you heal. And if and if the, still if that were still going on, especially now because we've got the Bible, that which is perfect has come. We've got we've got the Bible. We don't we don't need these sign sign gifts anymore. But if that if they were still around, you that person would get glory. Mm-hmm. And you see that out of fake faith healers like Benny Hinn, he gets all this praise and all this money because of the quote unquote healings he does. Oh, and listen to me. You'll be very still, dude. Don't he, want to match this one up, my friend. He doesn't give God <laughs> the glory for it. Sure, Hogan. But um, the same thing, again, continuing with, with sign gifts, the same thing with tongues. And uh, I don't know how many of our listeners might think that tongues is something that 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 still goes on today. Well, my grandma spoke in tongues last week, so it's got it's got to be a thing. No. Cavemen spoke in tongues. <laughs> Fred Flintstone did. Yeah, but that but too. That's right. But uh the the <laughs> very quickly to give you a history lesson on modern day tongues, the modern day tongues movement occurred because a group, a church group understood what biblical tongues was. And biblical tongues is I speak in my language and you hear in your native language. So I speak in English, and if you are from Mexico, Brother Cody, you hear in Spanish. Frankly, I take that as an insult, okay? I am not from any Mexico, okay? There's a wall. Uh, but, so, and, and that's exactly, though, what happened. So you could speak in English and me being from Rock Mills. That'd be you hear in Rock Mills, that's right, that's right. You hear in Rock Mills. But, um, so this church, this particular church group, they were. They decided we're going to take a missions trip to Mexico, and uh, so naturally you would think, well, we need to learn Spanish. And they said, no, 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 no. We're going to trust that God is going to translate what we say into their language, tongues. That is biblical tongues. However. Mm-hmm. God is not obligated to do that anymore because it was a sign, and also not even a sign to the Gentile. It was a sign to the Jew of judgment. Of judgment, mm-hmm. and that, and the judgment was not that it. The, the judgment of tongues was that you missed Jesus, and now the church, the church age is about to go to the Gentile, and so then they were like, "Oh no, we messed up," and they got saved, and so it, it was supposed to. Tongues doesn't mean anything to me as a Gentile, but it meant everything to the Jew, and so. But anyway, this church decides. So, all right, we're going. We go to Mexico. They get out on the streets of Mexico. They start preaching in English. And you know what happened? Didn't anybody know what they said? Nobody was understanding. So they got embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And they come back, and they started scratching their heads going, what did we do wrong? 
And rather than say, we messed up, God doesn't work like that anymore, we should have learned Spanish, they said, oh no, 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 we just got it wrong. Tongues is a heavenly prayer language. It's not, it's not uh, something natural, a supernatural, natural event, if that makes any sense, right? It's a natural event, me having a conversation, but the supernatural event is that you understand what I'm saying when we're not, we don't speak the same language. But no, it's completely supernatural in that you don't even know what you're saying and you're praying to God. And so then you got the whole and people start praying, you know, very surrendered to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what? And so you lose <laughs> No, I didn't. You don't know what you said. <laughs> I'm interpreted. You lose <laughs> Please let me go to a tongue yeah. meeting with my brother in law. <laughs> you are going there. Be like Oprah Winfrey. You're going and you're going and you're going. I'm staying right here. Yeah. But because of things like that, you lose the interpreter. That yeah. that ended up being lost and so now it's this heavenly prayer language and you're being you're able to be taught how to speak in tongues. And so now it has completely lost. So when we talk about tongues in the modern era, we That's most of the monocle. time <laughs> most of the time we're talking about the charismatic movement that has destroyed what tongues actually is but the real def- defined tongues of you speaking in your language and somebody else hearing in their native language can still happen mm-hmm. yep. god can still use that can happen. it doesn't happen, happen often New Guinea. but it does happen and yep. we have first-hand accounts of a man and i'm again Y'all stay with us. I'm not talking about a man going and, and going hula bula bula, no. hula bula 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 bula. This is going, one of them yeah. things that if you stay in this thing and you you stay faithful, you yeah. might hear yeah. secondhand of reliable source once. Yeah. In your whole Christian life, this is not common at all. But what happened? But it in could happen. This situation was a preacher was preaching in Papua New Guinea, and a man wanted to be saved, and he was talking to him. He said, "Hey, Jesus died for you. Do you understand that?" Shook his head. Yeah, I understand. Just said, yeah. Just shaking his head. Do you understand that? Shakes his head. Do you want to get saved? Shakes his head. Asks him to pray. Bends down and prays in his native tongue. He's like, hey, you know, I just thought he was praying in pigeon because that's what he was comfortable with. Got up and asked him, did you accept Jesus in your heart? And he just kind of looks at him. He says, did you? And and even called his name several times, didn't he? Yeah, Asked by him the his wrong name. name. Called him by the wrong name and was fine with it. But then uh, another, a, a national preacher comes up and you know, he starts talking to him. And he says he says to the, the missionary that was there, he said, he doesn't understand what you're saying. He said, but he just understood what I was saying. He said, I understood everything until, we, until I prayed. Until I prayed. And then he started. I, I, and so the, the whole thing was the, the fella there from from Papua New Guinea thought that the preacher knew pigeon mm-hmm. and the the preacher who was there from America thought that the guy from Papua New Guinea knew English when yeah. in fact Jesus just saw an opportunity because there the the national preacher was predisposed this man wanted to get saved and he said you know what I can still do it because I'm God and he used mm-hmm. a biblical tongues event but it was not Anything but a man wanted to get saved and God provided a way. And nobody got glory but God because no. both both sides walked away scratching their head going, what just happened? What just happened, what exactly. What just happened? And it, the preacher, he's not he's not the most godly, of most prayered up, most, he, he's just a, he's just one of them, he's a good preacher, he's a good man, but he's just one of those guys that 
And if if that story, if your first reaction to that is, oh, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you to check your faith box because yep. you're putting, you're saying that God can part the Red Sea, but he just can't do nothing nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Well, he can. I mean, he can't. Now, if you hear one of them stories every other Tuesday, probably a lot of baloney. Yeah. But, you know, it can happen. We but, did a uh, we did a spiritual gifts assessment at church. What was your? I had um, more knowledge and teaching. Hmm, that, that, that was that was mine. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming, did no, you? That's a that shocker. Um, what what was yours? Uh, preaching, um, leadership, discernment, discernment. You 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 don't have to tell anybody that you have the spiritual gift of discernment. Mm-hmm. You just walk up and people know that you have the spiritual gift of discernment. Um, it, it's something that I've prayed for, but I don't know if God gives you spiritual gifts if you pray for them. I don't know if that's how it works, but I do know that sp- a lot of spiritual gifts are a muscle that you can work and get stronger in. It may not ever be your gift, but you can get stronger in it. Mm-hmm. For instance, I am naturally strong in my legs. I don't have to do anything. I'm naturally strong. I haven't worked out in a long time. I used to work out when I was in high school. I haven't worked out in a long time. I can still lift a lot of weight in my legs. I'll go into a gym and I'll say, let's see how much I can do. But I'm not naturally strong up top with my arms or or in my chest and my torso. And I have to work that. But I could work and get strong, but I'll never, never will I ever be naturally strong. But I could work and get stronger. And I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I do feel like, and Daddy, you've been in this a whole lot longer than I have, so you correct me if I'm wrong, but I do feel like if you pray, God give me discernment, and then you practice being more discerning Mm -hmm. and be prayerful about, okay, God, as somebody's talking to you, what are their real intentions behind this? They come Mm -hmm. to me, they're coming to me with a question, but are they really wanting an answer, or am I casting my pearls before swine? And it's not necessarily a a thing that you're going to, you would naturally, but also I do think that it's gotten stronger over the years because you've worked that muscle. Yeah, but Dis- discernment, um, from what I n- know of what God's given me, there have been there have been a lot of opportunities for me to, as soon as I talk to somebody while they're talking and introducing themselves, God reveals to me a lot of things about them. But that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Um, when I'm talking to people, I'm doing exactly what you say. Yeah. Uh, I'm praying and I'm asking God to help me because my my desire with every person that I come in contact with is to be a help to that person, and uh, I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on somebody that you know is not not looking for it. Although I find myself wasting a whole lot of time on people yeah. that don't want it, but um, well, that's just part of that's that part of the really ministry. Keep coming back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is a merry-go-round mm-hmm. of really just a vent session, but. I think a big part of gifts, um, and, and you can put healing into this because we we actually watched God do, he performed an absolute biblical-sized miracle with sure. a young lady in our church. She was quadriplegic, uh, had the same break that Christopher Reeves, the first Superman, had, and uh, God healed her completely. And um, I... If you look back at it and and you look at the people that were involved in that that firsthand account, there was a lot of people praying, a lot of people praying. But firsthand account, people that were actually on the ground, 
with this young lady. Um, there were no super, super Christians, nobody yeah. that just had like a massive amount of faith. The thing that, that I, as her pastor, done, I, I just went to where I knew to go to. I went to the book of James mm-hmm. in chapter number five, and the Bible says, Is there any sick among you? Yep. Let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil. And uh, so that's what we done. Yep. I took that oil up there, and it wasn't that I had this massive amount of faith. I had. It was it's that. not that we believed the oil was going to do anything no, either. It was, it was just obedience yeah. and faith yeah. that God's God can. Yeah, it, you was, know. it was the opposite. Yeah, you know, we we didn't have a whole lot of faith. Yeah, it was. Uh, we knew we couldn't do anything. Right. And um, we just we prayed, and um, I told that young lady that, um, you know, this is this. I bought this at Piggly Wiggly. I prayed and I said I sanctified it, told God this is for you, your use, and um, we saw something happen, something amazing. That preacher in Papua New Guinea, he was he was preaching in an open bar. Um, it was an outside bar, uh, very uncomfortable. He didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. It was hot. Uh, he would have rather been in a church at that particular time, but they they go to this open bar and he starts preaching. He's obedient. Yeah. And God does something, so I think the gifts. His word will not return to him void, and we yeah. and we he he kept his promise. Yeah. You know, every gift, if it it all hinges on obedience. Yeah, because he can do what he wants to do with whatever gift he gives you. He can exercise it any way he wants to. We just have to be obedient to use it. Yeah, you know, like what you preached last night, talking about the yeah using it as money. Uh, Again, taking that out of context, yep. but if you're not using it, God's gonna. That's right. He's he, going to take. Well, let me let me riddle me this as as guys who I know have had to do this a lot. So, it, does every Christian get a spiritual gift? Yes, or maybe a couple. Yeah, I yeah. I think so too. So, does every Christian know about or utilize their spiritual gift? Very few. Very, very few. few. So. How does the work of God get done? By the few who do, mm-hmm. doing everything or near, nearly everything. Yes. Now, have you ever used the wrong tool to do a job? Yes. And it's n- it, it can it can you can use a big wrench as a hammer, mm-hmm. but it's not the right tool, and it's it's a whole lot more work than just having a hammer. Yep. So the point of of learning about what's your what is your spiritual gift isn't so that you can just say oh well, ain't that neat yeah. <laughs> god gave so me you can use it, it so you can use it and the more people who will you know whatever church your listener if you're active in your church which should be you if you're been saved any amount of time the next step after you get a little doctrine and get grounded and understand what you believe and and all that stuff you need to go to your pastor and say hey you know what can i do yeah. And 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 maybe your pastor plugs you in somewhere that ain't exactly the right fit, but it'll you'll start to be able to narrow down. Yep. Well, I, I can do this, but I'm not great at it. And then maybe a year from now, you're doing something totally different, but at least you're doing something. Yeah. You could also walk up to your pastor and say, "Hey, you could quit hitting that nail with that wrench and use this hammer that God gave me." Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's right. That, that <laughs> there's a lot of pastors out there. Hey, that I can don't he- have all. You I, know, I could help with that, that if you need it. Yeah. Well, in, what, in the in the church age that we're in and every church I've ever been a part of mm-hmm. it's half a dozen of them that are all like-minded sister churches, good places. I mean, good churches and mm-hmm. we have knocked down meetings and revivals and it's great. But the one thing I ain't never seen needle move on is those three or four families doing everything. Yeah. And they, 
the ones that were going to get burned out have done burned out. So now we're left with with what's going to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it, it's very frustrating because you're a square peg in a round hole and it's got to be done. And so we'll do it. But it would it would be beneficial both to the work of God as a whole, mm-hmm. hugely beneficial. If you, when you find your spiritual gift and you use your spiritual gift, there is nothing more gratifying on the planet. Yeah. So it's good for you too. It's it's doing what you've been, and when I talked about this in the the series, it's it may be what your personality is predisposed to. It may not. Yeah. But a lot of times it is. God uses what you're naturally good at, and so think of it twofold. Do you want to be a blessing to your church? Probably you're going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to get off your hind end and do stuff. Yep. And then if you want to be selfish, <laughs> it's good for you too because yep. it is the next step into victorious Christian life is to start doing things. And what better way to do things than to do what your what your spiritual gift helps you to do. That's right. One thing I would say here is just because, though, you feel like, I think this is my spiritual gift, therefore this must be what God wants me to do. You can get into a lot of trouble just because it's my personality. Mm-hmm. Therefore, and I, and I took I, we took a quiz. I have nothing against it. I think it was a a good idea, but you could get into some trouble with that because I don't know how many ladies we have listening to us, but you could test, take a quiz. You mm-hmm. might be, and, and you might be uh, predisposed to have a good a high. Uh, category in (laughs) preaching but that does not mean just because you feel like i feel like i i need to do this and this is my personality that doesn't mean that you get to do that um how do you figure out what your spiritual gift is it's showing an online test no although it can be a really good good tool general give you kind of a direction but what are some ways that you can kind of get an idea if you've never even thought about this topic you need to go read these passages in romans and corinthians and start praying about it if you're saved you're baptized you're active in church you're I mean, active when i say that i just mean you come to church mm-hmm. all right what's next you tithe okay all right well, well now you've gotten to first base yep. what's next okay let's start doing i mean that's that's just the biggest gap in the church age since yep. i since 1995 and i guess back further than that because you're nodding I ain't never seen a whole lot of people go into the doing realm. Yeah. And so let's get into doing, Yeah, but let's do it right and do yeah. it correctly. So you want to figure out what it is? How do you do that? Well, a real good person to ask would be your pastor. That's right. That's right. He'd take a real good stab at it. One one, one thing, Daddy, that's a story that you tell that kind of would fit in, into this is there was a, a lady, may, maybe even a fella too, but I know of a lady that come into – the old Mount Calvary building one time and said, God told me to sing a song, basically saying my spiritual gift is exhortation and I'm going, I'm on exhort tonight. And what'd you say? No. (laughs) And she got mad. Your spiritual gift was administration. You said, no, (laughs) you mean tell me you ain't gonna let me sing my song. And I said, no, I'm not gonna let you sing. So God told me to, that's what God didn't tell me to. So no, if (laughs) you, if you don't, if, if you're at your church and you don't feel like, your pastor is letting you do what you feel like your spiritual gift is. It might be a that you're wrong about your spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. 
B, that you're not mature enough in the Lord to use that yet. Because if you've been saved six months, I'm not, if I was pastor and I wouldn't let you teach a Sunday school, a, a teenage Sunday school class, Pop, I, you need some time. Mm-hmm. That whole. Not uh, 40 years. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. But you need some time. But the to, thing about the, 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 the prerequisite of being a pastor, mm-hmm. not, a novice, not a novice, that goes along with a whole lot of other stuff too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very important that you understand what you're talking about. And so another thing too uh, is that if you, well, I won't even get into that, but if, 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 the, if the pastor is watching and either you just got saved or you just got back in church or you've been in church a long time, and, but, and you've not worked any, but you want to start working, and you go to your pastor and say, I want to do this, and he says, mm, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad at That's him. Right. He's just testing you. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be a steeple watcher before yeah. you can be anything else. Right. you got to prove yourself faithful in the small things before, and it may you, you may get mad and say, well, God told me to do this, and God may have. God mm-hmm. may have, but I'm not God. Your pastor's not God, and we need to see that you are truthful when you say i want to work because if you want to work for for the lord you won't care what your job is let let me let me say this if you've been out of church for six months god's not going to tell you what your spiritual gift is yeah. and you're going to go to a church and tell a pastor what you're That's supposed right. to do your spiritual gift at that point is to be obedient and go That's to right. church yep be a good church member mm-hmm. yep i have had so many people over the years come in um i've you know that I used to go here all the time, and I ain't been a long time. And they come in, and you know, praise the Lord, glad to have you. And then two Sundays, they come up and say, uh, when I was here the last time, I was teaching. And when I was here, I was doing this. Well, I, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're not going to do that now. But, you know, I, yeah. I, <laughs> you got to be willing to get in the back of the line. But mm-hmm. but the thing about it is no pastor out there is not wanting help. Mm-hmm. But it's want, he's wanting the right help. That's right. And he's in a position where he's going to answer for what he lets mm-hmm. people do. So to understand, he wants it mm-hmm. more than anybody. But he's got to be careful about what he lets people That's do. That's right. And the cool thing about living in 2020, other than COVID, is there's so many opportunities now that you can use your spiritual gift. What we're doing right now is yep. is using some spiritual gifts right. and comedy and, and trying to... It, but, 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 this is extra. Yeah, that's so right. So you don't get a pass. This isn't how we serve Jesus at Jesus the church. Jesus didn't die for the podcast. <laughs> that's right. Died yeah. for the church. Upon so, this rock, I'll build my podcast. You <laughs> say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's right. the title of this yeah. episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> got a new podcast for you today. Yeah. It's a good show. Good show. So you've got to be, you you can't go into extracurricular brownie point activities mm-hmm. like a podcast, but I encourage you to do it. If yeah. that's something, start a Facebook group, start a, do something. Look, but if you feel like God wants you to teach and you, your pastor says, no, you can't teach a Sunday school class, but you can sit and you can help or you, let's just wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. Start a podcast. Start a YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Start Facebook teaching. Group. Then matter. tell you tell your pastor about it. Hey, I've done this. That way he can go watch you and see if your doctrine's right. Mm-hmm. And then if he goes, you're doing good, keep at well, it. Well, and two, he'll see you after about three times if you stop doing it. Yeah, that's right. Then he'll be he like, really uh-huh. wasn't in it. That's why we did Because, uh-huh. look. Where's the spoon? <laughs> exactly. Because, look, here, here, here's the thing. When it comes to teaching, when it comes to if, if you feel like God is, is calling you to preach men, you know, men. Uh, but if you feel like God's calling you to preach, you feel like uh, God wants you to teach. You feel like um, you are an exhorter. 
that you have in it, the ministry of exhortation. I ain't got that one. If if you if you feel like you have, you be right, shut up. If you have, if you if you feel like you have the ministry of exhortation, there are a couple of ways. But one of the most popular ways of that is singing, or testifying, things like that. You need to have the ability to be told no. Mm-hmm. Preacher, I uh, feel like God wants me to sing a song today. No, no. Uh, preacher, I just want to stand and say something. No, sit down. Yeah, that don't happen a lot. That don't happen I'm a lot, e- but it has happened. I watched your granddaddy. Do it that. has <laughs> happened. I'm scared. That, like, the girls will be singing, and I'll be like, "Man, I wish they'd sing this." But mm-hmm. I'll be like, mm, "I ain't gonna say nothing." Because mm-hmm. I'm—is that just me? Because mm-hmm. I like their singing right. anyway. I'm scared. Very rarely. If, if, like, if Katie's prayed, can they up, sing this? I'm like, gosh, yeah, stupid. I didn't yeah. kill the whole service. If, if Katie's prayed <laughs> up, and she ain't always, but when she is. She's pretty well plugged it is, in. She's plugged in. Yeah, Ainsley's you can, getting to that place Yeah, now, and Ainsley's sure. getting that. You can she'll, mess she'll up something a service asking just, for something in the middle of the service. Yeah. Boy, that's But that's dangerous. just like a preacher, though. If a preacher's plugged in, his word will not return to him void. It doesn't matter what you preach. It does matter what you preach, but it don't matter what you preach. That that's makes right. sense. God can preach whatever the message is that that yeah. person needs, whether they need a salvation message, whether they need a tithing message, whether whatever it is. God will preach it if you're right with God. You're prayed up and you're preaching in His will. Well, very here, seldom, very seldom in a preacher's life does he stand behind the pulpit and know 100 mm-hmm. percent this is what God yeah. wants me to preach. Yeah. Right you should now, always right preach here. like you know, yeah. right? But you don't. If you're <laughs> if you're preaching the Bible, then just like you said, it does not matter what you're preaching yeah. at that moment. The Holy Spirit of God can use it. And the thing that taught me this more than any other thing, and I'm not one of these guys that hang on this and say you have to preach precept upon precept, line upon line, but going through a book in the Bible, yep. when I was just teaching Sunday school and that was my that was my preaching mm-hmm. outlet, I was I was going through the book of Genesis teaching teenagers. And God covered everything that a teenager needed mm-hmm. to hear. That's right. In Genesis. Mm-hmm. You know? It it's, it, God you don't even get out of the it. creation story, no. and you've already covered ninety percent of what a teenager needs, yeah. and you're yeah. not even out of Genesis three. Mm-hmm. So know. if somebody thinks they have the gift of teaching, and they get up and they go, so I'm like, um, so um, like um, God, yeah, you need to work on your public speaking because you may you have the gift of teaching, but you need craft. to hone the craft. Hone your craft. And here's the big yes. thing when it comes to preaching, teaching, singing, and I was going to get to this. Practice if practice your song. Practice not hacking. Yeah, <laughs> practice your song. <laughs> yeah, practice your song and sorry, study guys, the Bible. Just... And if you Stu- if you can't study. sing, don't sing. God yeah. walks the dark hills <laughs> like vegetable. <laughs> God walks the dark hills. Yeah, but I've I've seen people There's get up. No band aids in heaven. <laughs> had that on the Sunday had, morning. Had I looked, that one. I looked I at your uncle. I said, "Whoa!" <laughs> There's an engineer on the long black train. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, you hear that? That was the Holy Ghost leaving the building. <laughs> he is gone to get me. <laughs> But uh, I've seen some teachers get up and some preachers alike get up and preach and have not studied a lick. And now, look, I've been preaching 10 years. I've been saved 22. Daddy, you've been preaching long time. 20 some odd years. Been saved 30 some odd. Mm-hmm. You've been saved since 95. Since 95. So, yeah, you're right there. 2002. Along. Um, and then but, preaching since. So we we have and 
I, I covered this when we when I did my teaching on teaching thing. Mm-hmm. It it's possible for me and have done it. Mm-hmm. Not I, I've done it. I can sometimes study too much. Yeah, I have to study and then stop and, and just and just mm-hmm. but but don't not yeah. study. But there have yeah. been times though where, hey, Michael Luke, we need a uh, we needed to do before you came. We need to do uh, children's church today. Mm-hmm. Today. Yeah. Yeah, today. Today. Get it done. All right. And I go, ain't studied, but you know what I've got under my belt? A lot of other study, mm-hmm. a lot of well, other reading. have studied. I have studied. Yeah. And that's the thing. But you can't do that if you, well, I've been yeah. saved 13 years. And that years. don't need to be Doesn't your planner. That's, that's right. right. But, you know. Daily, it, daily walk, daily study yeah. helps when on the fly when you got to tell somebody about Jesus and you got to give them the gospel. You know helps. how I know that can't, that, that's okay because Paul didn't have nothing to study. That's right. <laughs> and to write it first. Well, you know, these, go back and read it. these older guys that uh, that used to teach that it was wrong to have notes yeah. in yeah. the pulpit, yeah. it wasn't that those guys weren't studied. Mm-hmm. They were studied men. They read the Bible. They read it every day. They were probably they, better studied than we are. Probably better well, studied. Well, it's just like me and you talking about shooting. Right, yeah. You, you don't, don't need notes. notes. Yeah. But that's a notes. shame to us because... Yeah, that's second nature. That's we yeah. know it in and out. We can take one part upside down. The, the reason I bring my notes is to make sure I remember my alliterated points. I remember yeah. my points generally, but well, I don't remember the 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 nice little alliterations. There's a lot of, of stuff you'll leave out if you ain't yeah, careful. That's true. One of the greatest preachers in the fundamental movement was Lester Roloff, and he preached what he was reading that day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every time he got behind the pulpit now he did have certain messages that he would preach like dr law dr grace you walked on the mule walked on yeah those those messages but w- when you're a man that is preaching every day yeah. on the radio yeah yeah you know he he had other things that he was doing as well yeah so his reading time he didn't want to take away from him and god mm-hmm. and that's the thing preachers if you don't have a time where God's just talking to you, that's right. You're going to starve to death, and your people are going to starve to death. Because there is so. a big difference between studying and just reading for you. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. I'm going to give you two guys a really big piece of advice. When God puts you in a ministry where you are the pastor, and and y'all are learning this, and I want y'all to learn this under me. I'm giving you opportunities to preach so that you can see this. You've got to get fed. If mm-hmm. you don't get fed, then you're not going to be able to fix a meal. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. You're not going to have the strength. Yeah. And so, Genesis was really good for me to sit through that. I was like, man, this has been a long time since you just sat there and, you mm-hmm. know, got to absorb it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And what about, so preaching and teaching, and the, those get a lot of focus, but there's some other gifts. Yeah, that support gifts. Support that, it, The gift of administration. Yep. Hugely important. Every church needs and you can't just off that on somebody. Yeah. And say, ah, oh, take care of that for your your treasurers in in the church. A, a lot of times it gets put off on folks, and they don't. You don't really think about it, but a, the a most lot unappreciated a, person a, in the church is the they. They usually have the gift of, of administration, or they have to develop it, mm-hmm. and they are very underappreciated. But they do. Or as big of a job, they're buying drugs on their side, right. yeah. or they're stealing money. <laughs> they could be, um, but they they do as as big of a job as the preacher, as the as the pastor. 
just not out but, in the open. Well, what you what you have to do, you have to you have to. Because um, it's a lot of responsibility. Well, what am I you talking about? Delegate? Yeah. Well, not I delegate. thought you were making biscuits. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're looking at a ministry, mm-hmm. when you're looking at a church ministry, um, one aspect of the ministry is the pastor. Right. Um, that is the he is the under shepherd. Everything comes through him from God through mm-hmm. him to everybody. Below. Not talking about the color of the carpet of the church. N- no. Although, although. Let me give you a really good piece of advice. Don't ask. Do not ask. Yep. <laughs> Don't you, you weren't ask. at the church, but when we were doing the renovations, people, every color, everything. People just came in, and that's what the color of the carpet no, was. We didn't vote on it. We didn't ask, and so people it. people couldn't get mad. He's yeah. just a, a you know, hullabaloo yeah. for no reason. And so it, it, you cut out a lot of problems doing yeah. that. And I learned a lot by just watching you, because I, I I was thinking what well, we gonna ask folks what they want what they want the lights to look like. Well, no, you'd never get it right. No, we we I'm I'm gonna find something that I think looks good, neutral, and I'm gonna ask them, can, how much money do we want to spend? Right. Because that's the big one. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because I'm one vote there. Yeah, yeah. I'm one vote when it comes to spending that's right. money. But it you you have to section it off. And me being the pastor of the church doesn't. My job is is not more important that's right right being it's the, the body youth, fitly joined together yeah. the youth pastor has just a bigger responsibility the associate pastor has just a bigger responsibility the treasurer has just mm-hmm. a bigger responsibility it's just the hierarchy yeah god has it working in such a way so that you don't have three heads and it's not yeah. turned mm-hmm. into, a, into a monster well it's like the know? father son's can't say to the foot, I have no need of yeah. thee. Yeah, right. And that's the, that's the end of that passage in mm-hmm. the, the gifts list yep. that tells you that all these things, whatever, no matter what your spiritual gift is, if you didn't get one of the big ones, quote unquote, don't. there is no big ones. Yeah. Yeah. They all come together to form the body of Christ. And so you find where, fit in where you fit in, get in where you fit in, and, and get, mm-hmm. get to busy. It's like the Trinity, though. You know the 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 Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're they're all the same person. They are one God, yet they are three. He's one God, but he can he can divide himself up. And God the Father makes the decisions about how we're going to do business. The the other day, the other Wednesday, we had a little toe trying to make decisions for the head. The head at some point can shove that little toe into the side of a coffee table <laughs> and that's make right. him understand that's right. this that's not your place. Now that <laughs> schwack. Now it's gonna cause the head a little trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but because pain runs through the head. <laughs> yeah. Then pain neurons go out. Yeah. <laughs> but little toe little toe's gonna be one doing this. <laughs> that's looking right. Looking it sideways. He's, he's going this way. That's right. But he's looking <laughs> that way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He'll never be able to wear a shoe the same again. No. <laughs> have a special order in. <laughs> have to have a little little donut thing <laughs> yeah, right. so you don't get a corn. <laughs> gotta wear gotta wear my corn band aid. Yeah. He'll have a top hat the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good topic. And I think it's uh I don't know. There's so many things that get overlooked in scripture, but it's just not, you know, and most we, of the time we're all just trying to run a million miles an hour, make sure everything gets done. And yeah. and I'll, I think about you a lot, Micah, because you're in, I want to try to start taking some of that off of you as much as we can on the bus routes and stuff, because you're just running so wide open and you already have, you know, don't know if the listeners know, you're just tuning into one episode you don't know, but 
problems with epilepsy yep. flares up on you and the more stress the more you got going on it's but you know it's just so much better when you can find that's how god made it to be mm-hmm. is everybody was in could you imagine yeah a local oh, church with 200 members and 200, 200 of them showed up yeah. and 200 of them tied man if we had 200, 200 on visitation, of them t- went to visitation <laughs> yeah. 200 of them you know we wouldn't have had no problems doing 2020 2020 no, even with covid that's right and then every one, you know, some percentage wanted were natural doing doom 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 all the way down the list and it would just be but I reckon it ain't I don't guess there's been a church like yeah. that since Acts and Yep. It ain't gonna be, so might as well give up on that. But yeah. it would it just be so much better. So I just when we pick this topic out of the list, I, I want the same thing I challenged our church with is to find what your spiritual gift is pray about it mm-hmm. if you pray about it god will show you and once you find it now you can't be living in sin and exercise your spiritual gift that's right but but if you're if you're ready to start start using it because it show would help it show yeah. would help a lot one thing that i would say to the listener too is you can't you could be trying to live in god's perfect will and be trying to practice your spiritual gift and be at a church that is not conducive to a good Christian walk. Mm, yes. You need to evaluate where you go to church. Is this, it, you could have a good preacher, you could have nice folks, mm-hmm. you could, but you could be where, you could be in a place where God doesn't, either God doesn't want you and they be preaching right, or God doesn't want you because there's not preaching right. And it might be, it might be that you love the folks there, but God move you. We we're, we're seeing that right now with with a the family. They may not be coming to us, but they're leaving where God where God had them. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's not, nothing nothing bad to say about the church they're leaving. Mm-hmm. God's done with them there. Mm-hmm. But it they've also done everything right. I mean, yeah. as a pastor, we're sister churches with the church that they're leaving, and I sat and talked with the husband and the wife, and uh, this is something that they have agonized over for two years. They prayed about it. Um, it's, to, it's to the place now where it's either we leave or we get out of church. Mm. We're, we're getting that close, you know, where we mm-hmm. see ourselves drifting. And so, well, yeah. when we came, when we changed churches and came to Heritage, but it was just not. It was clear as day after yep. after we prayed about it, and I didn't want to just because everything was going great. You know, it's no, another sister church, yep. and just in you know no real reason to leave from a fleshly perspective perspective yep. but if you don't then you're going to be hindered in what you can use your spiritual gift for and and i had this said to me because baptists are, are sometimes dumb mm-hmm. but the person said well it wasn't three months ago you said this was the best church in randolph county well yeah any church i'm going to that god's got me at, i'm gonna say that yeah amen. and that's, i wouldn't i wouldn't give a dollar for a coon that wouldn't mm-hmm. bark in his own tree but yeah. you know that's the place that's so right. if god moves me somewhere else that'd be the place but i'm talking about for me right now in this moment yep so if you're if you're plugged into the right place be be a part of a solution not just don't be more baggage yep amen well, all right. We appreciate you for listening to this episode of the Patriotic Preachers Podcast. Please. Um, brought to you by Sherry's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're kosher. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by Raycon. Uh, uh, a Cardi B, a fellow uh, rapper. Um, <laughs> but um, she loves her Raycons. I do too. Uh, but it's good to be back with y'all. Um, 
hopefully we won't be missing a whole lot. We do have Christmas coming up, but hopefully we won't be Christmas missing. Christmas is on the 25th this year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I it's on the 25th it, yeah. this year. because yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving every, was on a Thursday. Right. That's, right. That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yep. I just got to keep that straight. Yep. And so uh, we, we may not hit – that month, because what uh, what day? Seriously, what Thursday, day? Friday. Thursday, Friday. Okay, yeah. so we should be able to hit Monday Friday. then. Um, and I ain't working. There you go. Well, shut down. Uh, but hopefully, we are we, we're kind of done with taking our long hiatus. Is you know, hi-ta. long breaks hiatus. Hi Dugan. Hopefully, Bitty. we're done with our long breaks. And uh, we'll get back to this. But please share the podcast with people you think might like it. Um, share yeah, with people you think hate. That's right. Just share. Just share. But we appreciate you listening. I'm Michael Farr for Cody Harbro and Derek Farr fiddling with his toothpick. We at you. We at